Welcome to A Few Deep, a hangout podcast where a guest and I drink multiple styles of beer and talk about this, that, and the other thing. I'm your host, Joe Varga. So come on, let's get a drink. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Thirsty Thursday. Um, I don't know if I'm still really into that intro. It's it's not, I mean, I, don't really f- I like the other one a little better. I know this one really stands out and tells you what the podcast is about. Um, but to me, this one just seems kind of kind of corny. I don't know, email me or something and let me, let me think, or let me feel what you guys think about it. I mean, it's kind of corny, I think, I mean, I'm a corny motherfucker, kind of, I guess, whatever, but, um, yeah, I'm kind of wanting to change it, this is temporary, as always temporary, right, can always make fucking improvements and shit, ah, anyway, it's been a, it's been a crazy week here in, in California with all the, the wildfires and whatnot, uh, my heart goes out to the family, uh, friends, and they, the loved ones who lost uh, anything or were affected by this in any way. Um, you can show support and help donate whatever you can. There are websites on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, anywhere you can donate, help out. Uh, people lost everything, so you know they need your help. You know, Zig should donate some skis. People lost everything, Daddy. You know. You see that in Clueless? <laughs> that always reminds me of that fucking scene in Clueless. Where she's like, Cher, I don't think they need your skis. And she's like, Daddy, some people lost all their belongings. And that's fucking true, man. People lost all their shit. So donate anything you can. Tennis rackets, canned foods, shoes, clothes, batteries, money, fucking coffee, weed, beers, whatever you can do. Uh, donate, help out. Um, like I said, there's multiple sites where you can find out information on how to do that. Um, yeah, I I woke up on um we're still kind of dealing with it here in uh in the Bay Area. We get we get all the smoke. I'll put up a photo on Instagram to give you kind of a a bro, like a, a brief little glimpse of it. It doesn't really the photo doesn't really do it justice because it's fucking just a haze here in the Bay. I mean, you can't you, you can't you can't really see usually you can see like some of the mountainside or you know just whatever on the one side and it just keeps going but this like a fucking it looks like smog but it's just all smoke and it's been uh for the last four or five days um so the air quality is not the best right now um but uh it's getting better starting to get better the first day i went out and uh i was at a beer festival and we're kind of inside outside but the doors were wide open on the inside so i mean it didn't really matter the fact that we were fucking inside it wasn't air conditioning or anything it was just blowing through um and I was at the the Barrel Age Festival, and you know, after you get drinking, you know, you kind of forget about it and whatnot. But at the end of the night, I think I was feeling it, being like, "Ugh," just felt at, like out of it for some reason with the, all the smoke and the drinking and stuff. It was just like took a lot more out of me than I think it t- normally would just on a regular drinking day. Um, but yeah, it kind of kind of sucks. Uh, Funny story that happened to me the other day, it was a quick story, is that I woke up to, um, alright, so I, I got off of work, I, th- I think it was Sunday night this happened, um, so I woke up, or I went, I, I got off of work at like 1 or something, uh, came home, went to bed about 2, 
and immediately woke up at 5 a.m. to this fucking bomb or a grenade or fucking whatever. It sounded like a quarter stick of dynamite went out side of my window. Just was boom. And like we and like the cats were on the bed that jumped up and then Laura jumped up and it was a fucking intense, intense wake up. Followed by an immediate cop like announcing like we have you surrounded. We have a warrant for your arrest. Come out with your hands up. Like that whole like shit you see in the here in the movies, you know, the cops say. And it was they just kept saying that and repeating that like uh ten ten to fucking fifteen times in English and Spanish and it was just like fucking wild. I was like, What is going on? Like, you know, when you're half asleep and you just can't think straight and you're just sitting up like what? And it's like the apartment two apartments below me because we're on the third floor so <clears throat> it was a it was a, a fucking intense wake-up call i'll tell you that um so yeah so it's been a weird week uh with all this kind of shit going on uh that was just adding to the fire no pun intended um so yeah my guest this week on this thursday before thanksgiving i hope everybody's uh prepared for the holiday i will be cooking a small dinner and taking it to Laura because she's working so it'll just be me and her while she's at work um but my guest today or I should say it was a few days ago last week um was Chris Gumbrecht Gumbrecht I think I'm saying that right anyway hope you know I butcher Chris's name all the fucking time so uh uh but no we uh we it was a good good couple of conversations uh was across the board the second round gets a little bit more f- relaxed. We uh, um, we got pretty faded, you know, during this whole podcast. You can kind of tell at the end of this one, we're kind of wrapping up the first round. It's like, yeah, you can. I think I, you can hear it in my voice. I'm just getting a little loopy. But uh, but we talked about some politics. Um, we talked about language. Um, we talked about. A little bit about Tenacious D. We try, try to throw Tenacious D in there, and then because it was kind of like their Instagram was, they were outside of the White House, and then we got back into some politics and you know, blah blah blah. Um, we talked a little bit about the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, even though I didn't see it, Chris saw it. So there are some spoilers in this. Um, if you don't want to hear it, don't listen to that part, or you know, don't listen. <laughs> so, uh. I we warn people ahead of time so you'll hear it coming. Um <clears throat> we talked about some Sierra be- uh, Sierra Nevada beer and kind of like the freshness of beer and uh getting it other places and commercial beers and blah blah blah. Working some. Um awesome awesome time. Um that'll lead me into my segue of this podcast is sponsored by the Palo Alto Brewing Company. Since 2009, Palo Alto Brewing Company has offered a wide variety of brews for beer lovers all over the Bay Area. All over the Bay Area. Up and down. Um, you can go there in any grocery stores, uh, local liquor stores. Uh, I think some Whole Foods are carrying some stuff. Um, anywhere from, from Pale Ales to Double IPAs. Um, you can go to the Tap Room in downtown Palo Alto at 233 uh, University Avenue. And get some delicious food, awesome beers. Uh, check out the new beer. Uh, that's a double IPA, I believe. It's an enemy of the press. It's juicy. It's hoppy. It's delicious. I think it comes in about eight something, eight percent, 
eight point something. Um, yeah. So any in- more information you can check out um, on Instagram too at Palo Alto Brewing um, Company. Yeah, check that out. All right. So um, without further ado, this is me and Chris for Chris's Around One. Oh, that's this one, yeah. It's my cherry cola one. <laughs> Let's go to Party Town on that one, yeah. What's up, people? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, Chris Gumbrent. Almost had it. Fuck. Gumbrecht. Gumbrecht. Hey, we'll run with, with it. The that's tea. good. Fuck, man. Right, I like Gumbrecht, though. Gumbrent. Gumbrent. Gumbrecht. Brent. Yeah. We, you know what? That's fine with me. Well, I mean, it's your name. I don't. <laughs> it was. It, I, I didn't have much say in it. So, well, yeah, that's that's the shitty thing about. Well, your whole name in general, right? You have no like. I'm just Joe, so it's like okay. Well, I think everybody at the time was called Joe. So, I at least I didn't make you do it the German way. Uh, we could have gone Gumbrecht like that. But that, that sounds fucking radder. Radder, also <laughs> like scarier. Yes. Sure. Well, any German. Yeah, language is kind of harsh and uh, scarier just in general. Yeah, we can also just say ugly. Like, that works as well. I I would say ugly. It's kind of, (laughs) well, it's not necessarily, to me, not ugly. It's just very, um, what's, what other fucking word I'm trying to use? Um, Not pretty? uh, It sounds um, like, what's, uh, it's like a, more of an in-your-face kind of a thing, basically. Sure, like. Uh, like somebody stepped in dog shit and then kicked you in the face. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Basically kind of like that. <laughs> All right, well, let's grab a beer. All right. Um, I know what beer you like because, you know, I'm the bartender. Yes. <laughs> I, And I'm a patron. So. Oh, man. We're going to start with the first one, which is a pale ale. It's just a regular ah, pale. We'll start with that. Okay. I do tend to like these. Absolutely. Especially. Ooh. Dank melon and kiwi flesh. Uh, yeah, this one should be uh, interesting. Uh, interesting is is good. There's a yes. lot on the label. A this lot one, of information. Yeah. This is uh yeah, this is a bear bottle from San Francisco. Mm. And um Yeah, with the yeah, freshly taste. Notes of citrus, dank melon, kiwi flesh. Sorry, yeah, I, I skipped the citrus because, yeah, dank melon and kiwi flesh, that's not one you see every day. Yeah, I don't see kiwi flesh. <clears throat> like, somebody just skinned a kiwi that was alive. <laughs> it, it almost makes, like, should I be eating the skin and the pulp? Like, I, I, I but you know what? Kiwi flesh is the part I'm looking for. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah, this... Okay, so it has a ton of fucking information, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean... It has the original gravity, the final gravity, the IBUs, and the ABV, which is only 5.7, which is good to start. It's got the two-row. It lists nine hops. It's got nine hops, yep. And it lists the whole recipe if you want to make this beer. Well, I feel like it's one of those try to make this beer, I know you can't. 
Oh, I'll make this fucking beer. I'll make I, it. I, I can't. <laughs> I can make this beer. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, what a great sound. Mm. All right. For all my sommelier friends, I'm not going to do what they do. The color is... No, that's not for me. Well, it's hazy. It's a, Thank you. It's a hazy uh, pale ale. Now, it's not a, a, a West Coast style. It's more of an East Coast style pale. It's pretty. Um, yeah. It looks good. Cool. Cheers, man. Cheers. Absolutely. Thanks for hanging out and being on the podcast. It's, I've been... It's been a long it off. time. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. We've been talking about it for probably over a year. And uh, Sam, this one goes out to you, Mr. Sam Carver. <laughs> Absolutely, all the way in Sao Paulo. And uh, he was supposed to be on at one point, but then he was like, no, fuck that, I'm leaving America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably picked a pretty decent time to, but... Absolutely. Let's leave, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know anything about Brazilian politics, but they've basically elected a new Donald Trump for their own. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, he's like... Just taking indig- his new thing is he's gonna take the indigenous lands and um, sell them for like pennies on the dollar to people that just want to deforest the shit out of Brazil. Well, that sucks ass. What yeah, it's fuck? not. It's not great. Actually, I I Ubered over here in preparation for what we made. Well, I wouldn't need to Uber over, but I did. Either way, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not that far, but it's kind of far. Planning ahead. Yeah. Um, but. The my Uber driver was Brazilian and he was telling me how there's all this false propaganda that he's fascist and he's gonna be really good for the country. I feel like if you haven't even stepped into office and they're already declaring you as a fascist dictator, that probably doesn't bode well for for uh the next couple of years. I would say yeah, because the same I mean, you gotta know who like what you're getting into, like when you meet a person, right? You're like, Oh, we've seen Donald Trump's tendencies right it's like we know he's an asshole we know he's a fucking million dollar piece of shit like sure you know yeah i could have told you that when i went to atlantic city fucking 20 years ago you You know just have to go into one of his casinos and you're like oh that guy's shitty oh this is a sleazy fucking look like people just sat around here in the 70s and did rails of coke in this purple lighting and it sucks right like you wouldn't want him as a boss let alone the leader of the a, free world I, the f- air yeah. quotes don't really work on uh on uh radio yeah <laughs> but regardless yeah. yeah but no i would i definitely don't want him the fucking leader of the free world thank you <laughs> air quotes um for sure so now well it's it's kind of nice to know that it's not just isolated to the united states but then again, it, that makes it worse. So, well, yeah, because we've been going such in a forward direction for this whole time, yeah. And it only takes one douchebag to set you back, right? He's doing a pretty good job, doing a fucking damn good job. And you're like, well, you know, we, we, we've we're the country that gets rid of dictators, exactly. and then we have one, yeah. basically trying to be one. It's like. No. We're just giving back to to all the dictators that we took out of power. We're like, now nah, we got one. We we're gonna one up <laughs> all of you. Now we're gonna we're we're not only gonna have a dictator. We're gonna have the, the best dictator, yeah. the only dictator. Yeah, that's the best one we're gonna have for sure. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. But uh, <laughs> I at least you know I think second we, that motion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I'm not big into politics, but I just hate pieces of shit. Neither am I. It's <laughs> weird. Uh, we've been on for like two minutes and i told myself i wasn't going to do politics and i never do but you know what 
Whatever. Maybe it's the kiwi. I started thinking about it's Brazil. The kiwi. I don't really taste the kiwi, but <laughs> it's you know what I do taste? The flesh. <laughs> flesh. <laughs> I don't taste the kiwi, but I taste the flesh. <laughs> I, I will say it's delicious. I, I'm almost happy I'm not tasting the kiwi. No, I'm I'm actually uh, grateful that it's not fruit because when it lists the ingredients, it doesn't have any of that. But I know the <laughs> uh, but I know the hops that they're using, which they want to say, which is you know, I could almost. Um, fruity flint like el dorado is a fruitier hop right i i could almost say you get like a little bit of a honeydew but that's that's if i'm that's only yeah. because it says dank melon i'm looking for honeydew yeah i could kind of i could kind of taste that a little bit here and there yeah mainly beer though but no mainly it's uh actually a pretty good um hazy pale absolutely i would say, I, I would say it's right on target with the it's dank, but it's not su- It's not really bitter dank, you know. No, 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 no. It's to quote a buddy of mine, crushable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely crushable. Um. Yeah. What was I gonna say before fucking uh, <laughs> Brazilian politics kicked in? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Lost my train of thought. You're right. right. <laughs> it tends to happen. Yeah. Um. No, we'll get off fucking. Donald Trump. Well, please. I, well, I looking at like so, and then um, being a fan of I know music and all that kind of stuff. Like Tenacious D just you know released a new album. I didn't. It, oh boy! And then they were they were putting um, you know little videos on Instagram. So I'm just, you know because I follow awesome. I follow KG and then I follow uh, JB. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny because they're like dressed in like all these American fucking flag USA shit, oh. and they're outside of the White House, and he's like. The government totally sucks, bro. <laughs> and he's just like playing. And- but what's more American than that? Absolutely. I mean, and that's what we've lost. <laughs> yeah. uh, or or at least is try- is they're trying to suppress. Like, being American is being able to say, fuck the government. And Standing outside in front of the White House. Absolutely. Taking a knee at the anthem. Like, yeah, you know, I agree with that, too. Like, like what's the big deal? Like, you have the freedom to do whatever you want. If you don't want to fucking stand... I. I'll tell you what, I rarely stand anywhere for the national anthem or for, and I know I'm not a big, um, uh, popular figure and whatnot, right. and nobody's looking at me being like, well, I would expect you to sit down. I'm like, I'm not sitting down, but it's like, sometimes I am. I, but I guess it's in a, it's in a respectful manner. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, but they, everybody has the freedom to just, who gives a shit? I mean, my, 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 well, with my name, my family being from Europe, it's one of the thing people. One of the things people find weirdest when they come to this country are those rituals: uh, the standing at the anthem, the well, the pledge of allegiance, whatever. Uh huh. Um, I think they're 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 great, and there's there's a lot to be proud of in this country. But at the same time, it's it's can be as far as off-putting to to people who are not from here and they, they don't really understand it um but but talking about outsiders perspective the the united states if people think about a time that what time was truly american i think i think like the vietnam war and those moments of protest and and that kind of headbutting um mentality where you had two views and still we were together. That That's something that I feel like we're starting to lose a little bit. Yeah, I think, um, well, I think nationalism 
is a weird fucking thing. I think I think <laughs> come from the country that well, be- just being like, I mean, here's the thing: be, you can be proud of where you're from. You totally. know, it's like I'm I'm kind of proud, or I'm you know I'm not not happy about being from New Jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which sounds kind of stupid, but like New Jersey is a hard place to live. It's a hardcore like growing up there is not like a soft easy thing to do not that like a lot of places are easy to grow up in but it's just you know poor a lot of poor people a lot of like you know uh bad weather you know shitty politics shitty you know sounds up, like the upraising. opposite of palo alto kind of yeah um it's absolutely the absolute opposite of that you know within it's, yeah, at least within this country yeah yeah what's you know it's the furthest you could probably get uh east you know geographically geographically and- yeah um but it's so when I think, oh, I'm proud to be from, it's like, I'm not proud, but I'm not like dissing it. And I'm not, um, uh, but I'm also not carrying a New Jersey flag with me everywhere or, you know, like, so it's kind of like, um, it's like, it's like, it's like some of the Mexicans around here who carry the flag. Yeah. And they're super proud to be from Mexico. And I'm like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a great country and whoever you want to be from to to represent and be proud of is awesome. Like, sure. you know what I mean? But it's like, sometimes a lot of them are just fucking like pushing it in your face. Right. And you're like, well, if you fucking love Mexico so much, then what the fuck did you leave there for? Totally. You know what I mean? It's like, I understand why you did. And I understand why the caravan is happening. And I'm all for that. I don't give a shit, you know. I'm I'm a person who doesn't think there should be borders. Well, I I mean, and this doesn't have to do with nationality or anything, but I mean, so often I hear people complaining about the world that they're in, or the the let's say let's talk about Palo Alto, let's talk about uh-huh. the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. I hate it here. Uh huh. Well, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that is the problem. Like, it's so expensive. Like. Everything sucks here. I don't like the people. Why are you fucking living here? You're making the choice. Uh, yeah, and people forget that, and they just love to fucking complain about shit. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? That's when you're entitled. It's like privileged fucks like me get to fucking say and do whatever they want. Well, I wonder what I sound like at midnight at Rosencrown. I'm sure I'm doing my <laughs> fair share. No, actually, you're 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 the better person out of anybody there because you're just like playing music and throwing darts. <laughs> Whether, it's whoever shut me up. Well, whoever's nerves you're getting on is not really around me. For sure, for sure. <laughs> well, if you're playing with like, well, I'm yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I'm they're, sure they're, other, we I'm can sure. we can find a handful of. Situations. Well, I'm sure other people are getting on your nerves. <laughs> right, you know that's why I mean? I'm shutting it's my like, mouth. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's. I'm happy to be an American. I guess. I don't really care that I am. Exactly. I honestly, I honestly feel uh, gypped on a lot of things. You know, like, everybody's like, oh, I'm super proud to be American. It's like, number one, like, well, let's start, first of all, you were born in Germany. Right. And uh, was to, that two was... German parents. Uh, right now, it's my little sister, my parents, and I were the only ones that live outside of Germany. Okay. So, everybody else is, is yeah. back in Germany. Right. Or dead. Or, de- <laughs> <laughs> or dead. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I mean, so you have aunts and uncles and cousins and, you know. Uh, I have a tiny family. Okay, so uh, you don't have. I have, I have one uncle, one aunt. I, They both don't have kids. It's like when I tell people that, they get weirded out that I don't have cousins. Yeah. It's like my name didn't really have much say in that. But, uh, but well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't get to. <laughs> You I, don't get. You're not. That would have been weird. Your family. Yeah. Like, a, let's yeah. make some babies. Yeah. Hey, aunt. 
Get to it. Get yeah, on like, it. Get on it. Make some. Get on what? Yeah, yeah. Get on. Well, <laughs> you need to. You need to start something, lady. Yeah, right. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah. So well, you're so you're but, um, but you didn't grow up there though, right? No, I'm. So I'm you moved, guys moved immediately. Yeah, I'm. We moved here the year I was born. Okay, so, so, um, so my I'm I'm California. I'm Bay. Like, I left to college from Palo Alto. I grew up in Palo Alto. I went to San Jose State. That was my big move. Mm. Um, yeah, really got to see the world. But I never really had that that pull, probably because I always had a second home halfway around the world. Right. Um, I I love traveling, and I love, but for some reason, and not because I necessarily identify with it so much this culture, but it's just kind of become ingrained in who I am and. If you ask me, do I see myself somewhere else? I would by no means would I say, no, I'm I'm never leaving. But at the same time, I'm I don't really it's hard for me to envision myself somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, that's kinda for me. It's like California is the state is like, why would you ever want to live anywhere else? Is right. is the is the and that's been in my mind forever because I've always wanted to live in California. Okay. Being from a different state and in a far eastern state being like you know, it's fucking rainy, it's fucking cloudy, it's miserable mm-hmm. here, it's humid, it's cold, whatever season you're in. Right. Uh, fall in New Jersey is probably the most beautiful thing well, it's, it's there. It's the middle point. <laughs> yeah, and it's perfect, right? It's... it's um For like two weeks or something? No, I would say from, <laughs> well, from September, the middle of September to about the middle of November. Okay. But you could get hit somewhere maybe at one freak time in a snowstorm in October. I have. And while my power was out for like five days. And probably at that point, they're not prepared for it or not anticipating it. And it's as blindsided as if it would happen here. Yes, absolutely. Because they're like, well, fuck, man. We don't have the rock salt ready. The trucks aren't ready. Don't throw the plows out. Like, nothing's out. Like, You might as well be speaking Chinese to me right now. Because I, I think salt has something to do with changing the temperature a freezing point but well, yeah so salt i so salt melts ice i yeah so but, it changes the temperature brings it down to a liquid holy shit so at home which is not out here because there's no <laughs> snow unless right. you go to tahoe but even in tahoe i don't know if they do that they, or not. they throw salt do they? okay i mean i've seen it but like <laughs> i i thought it was just for decoration like maybe for thanksgiving they just start sprinkling the, the roads with salt yeah, i, no, I also that, don't that, know that, a lot that, of the traditions now we're not marinating the roads <laughs> No, this is just, uh, yeah, like when you're riding behind a salt truck and all that shit hits your car, you're like, oh, it's a wonderful fucking day. <laughs> like fucking assholes. Like, yeah. And they just, it's a spreader. So it's like fucking, you know, spreading. Yeah. But it basically, you know, uh, it, it heats up the ice and turns into a liquid. Changes the specific heat. Or so, not, some shit like that. Yeah. And then it, um, so, it, well, the fun thing is that it turns to water then, right? On the roads. And then at the end of the, you know, at night, if they're not doing it, it freezes again. So it comes ice and Black then they ice. have to do it again yeah. until it warms up. And it's, it's a vicious circle. And I mean, I've seen also what it does to like the beautiful, pristine white snow. Like it, you don't have this like winter wonderland. No, Tahoe does. Tahoe does. Tahoe is beautiful when Ta- you're in there. The winter wonderland in Tahoe is fucking gorgeous. No, and I, I have ventured outside of Palo Alto. Well, no, no, no. no, I know you've traveled. No, and, but, uh, but no, it doesn't I, mean you're going to leave until. I think the, the I think the idea of living somewhere else 
is completely different than leaving and coming 100%. back. 100%. Because every time I leave, I'm like, man, I can't wait to go back home again. And when I say home, I say California. Right, like, right, like, right, right. Not that like my second home or my first home was New Jersey, but it's like I don't... It's, it's your home now. Yeah. And it's not like every time you know, I ask, like, are you really dying to go back to New Jersey? He's like, no. The only thing I miss there are my friends and my family. That's it. It's like... For sure. Some, a little bit of the weather, which is fall. Yeah. That's it. Um, I don't miss their snow because I can drive to Tahoe and have a snowstorm snow. there. Yeah, right. And I could spend a week and not shovel my driveway for a fucking uh, well, six months. You get the fun of the snow without the responsibilities. Absolutely. Of the snow. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's the thing. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's a weird thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, of course, all those things that we don't have here, I, I would love to be in the snow, but I'm sure like, like eighteen hours into it, yeah, I'm probably be like, nah, we're good. It's it's like when I was in Tahoe too. It was the first time I I mean I've heard of chains on your <laughs> you know for yeah. your tires, but I didn't know that they had to be mandatory like somewhere. But then I was right. They it, do the checks. Yeah, the checks, and then I got there and I was like, man, I guess these are are good to have because I didn't need them the entire time until at nighttime. When we were just going down uh, like a mile to the store from the Airbnb, and the, it's on a hill kind of thing, so mm-hmm. and it was just ice and snow, yeah, and I was like, just slid down. yeah, basically what happened. And uh, I was like, well, shit, hold on, and I like went out and put the chains on, and it's fucking cold out there to put the chains on, like, oh, and dark. you need the dexterity, yeah, and that's what you like, lose. Uh, yeah, it's fucking hard, dude. But all in all, it's a better time. Right, you know the 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 snow is different. Just the like you said, you get the scenery with the big ass trees and the redwoods, totally. and like you know, it's a beautiful time of year. But yeah, New Jersey, you just get like snow and and, <laughs> and it shits and on it you, just sure. and everything's just brown. Mm. You know, or it's no, there's nothing still green, or you know, it's just brown. Yeah, that sounds yeah yeah. But anyway, so what I was saying uh, is that um. Even in Palo Alto now, so even from being from Germany and then moving to California and being in Palo Alto, um, in your education. Or lack, lack there. Well, my <laughs> yeah. lack thereof. That's what I'm thinking. I, I did a six year college plan and then didn't finish. That, that was my move. Well, that's all right. I, uh, didn't do any of that. <laughs> well, for, I at dro- least, I, at least you didn't have to. Well, I dropped that. I dropped out of high school. Well, they, I mean, you, my you were ahead of the game. Out, yeah. I dropped out of I college. Ahead of the game. <laughs> I dropped out of college. <laughs> Six years in, like imagine that. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, still. But and I was know. a history major, so I didn't do shit. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I didn't do shit. I but I convinced all my professors that I read shit that I didn't read, mm. and uh, then I just wrote stuff that I watched on the History Channel because I thought that would work. Didn't. Um, and yeah, then I stopped doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that 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 will do. Right. But did you learn another language? Did you learn German? I I learned German growing up. Um, okay, yeah. so that was, so your parents are fluent in German. Absolutely. Um, but when they moved here, they weren't fluent in English. So we spoke English at home, and to this day, I don't want to say I'm made fun of within the family, but I am. I definitely should speak German way better than I do. Uh, I learned I learned the sounds and the words, and zero grammar. So I basically, 
Yeah, I sound... So, so forming a, a sentence is kind of a weird thing. I basically f- use the English, like, syntax uh, and, and form sentences in German that use, like, decoding the words... But it the, does, but it's backwards, right? Kind of is it like backwards. is it like Spanish where the the adjective comes after the noun, which you're like that the, guy black that, <laughs> that already presume presupposes that I would know which way it goes. No, I I, I just know it's wrong. Um, <laughs> there's also like three different way in in Spanish. There's the masculine and feminine mm-hmm. for the. In German, they just throw in a third one for fun, neutral, which is great. If everything that was neutral was the neutral, but no, like a fork is he, a spoon is she, and a knife is neutral. But like, also, I'm probably totally wrong on those. That's but okay. it, 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 but that's it. that's the potential, right? Right. Which is kind of that's that's like a one of a big that's like a huge, strange, confusing thing about. Go, uh, learning another language in general, like I guess, right? Well, you think these rules that you've learn would just translate translate no pun intended uh-huh. into another language but it but fucking doesn't <laughs> no, fuck that <laughs> which uh, which so which kind of brings me to a point here is that isn't is in california during grade school is spanish mandatory no so it's not it's spanish uh, actually isn't or when i was in school i think they're changing things a little bit yeah um mindy my girlfriend she's a fifth grade teacher and all of her students I think all of her students do have like a weekly class or one hour session where they go and get exposed to Spanish. I wouldn't necessarily say they're learning Spanish, but they're exposed mm. to it. Okay. I didn't have that. I, in high school, I started taking Spanish and I, I enjoyed it. My older, my older sister, my half sister, she, her mom is Spanish. My, my half brother, his mom is Spanish. Um, so I always had an interest in at least understanding what they were saying behind my back <laughs> absolutely um, yeah so so i took i took spanish but um that didn't really i sounded like somebody who took three years of spanish in high school and then working in restaurants that that got a little bit better at least now i know all the dirty words but um, right right that's all you need to know that's that I mean, any said, what about me <laughs> yeah i heard chris and puta in one <laughs> I, J, J. <laughs> yeah um but no, it wasn't. It wasn't mandatory. Uh, it. I actually took three years, and then I decided as a senior, I was like, I'm going to take German and get an easy grade. And that was actually the hardest language class I ever took because I was ahead in certain things and so far behind in everything else. So, so being in the family and your parents, did did they help you with writing it or no? <laughs> they were no, like, no. no. They're like, they're like, we're just going to talk it. I mean, it, it. It's funny. My my dad's a professor of of uh literate of of foreign literature french and italian literature and for some reason we just talked about sports always and um which i appreciated but in hindsight we could have like split the time a little bit like maybe three quarters of the time zone sport and maybe something from his world that could have helped me but uh needless to say i i, I did not go did, down did that not path. go on that path yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well i feel like at least you had an opportunity to get some good stuff sure my some of my siblings took that opportunity yeah. and that was good for them yeah. it, it was also just wasn't something i was interested in so yeah um, it's like my great-grandmother spoke hungarian and 
was trying to teach a little bit to my dad. My dad only mm. picked up on like a very few. And then the I didn't get words. to learn nothing. Yeah. I don't know anything. Right. I know zero. I mean, which I'm, I thought would have been fucking rad, you know, to like learn Hungarian, but like nobody knows Hungarian. I always tell myself, like, if I have kids, I'm going to teach them German, but it would be kind of difficult because I don't even know the building blocks. So that's probably just not going to happen. I was thinking the same thing. And I'm thinking more or less of like, to me, to make mandatory, since I'm living in California and mm-hmm. the area is Spanish. Right. I, it's, it's, and that I wanted to, I, Honestly, across the board in, I think, America, Northern America should be mandatory. Like, you should take English and Spanish. I, I agree. Um, but it's, you just have such a better opportunity, and I, you can expand your horizons. Totally. But uh, that's, I feel like you know, there have been, like, talks that it may be introduced as in another official language of the country or unofficial, whatever. But I, I think something that that this country is kind of based off of, and it's beautiful in a sense, but maybe hindering us is that now we're American. And, like, our we have the freedom to choose if we're going to speak a lang- another language. But ultimately, if you come here, you should speak English. That's not the reality. No, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. The, but that's the mentality. The mentality. Um, which, you know, I always hear people, too, like, when they're like, we're in America. Speak English, motherfucker. Speak American. Yeah, speak American. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, yeah. sometimes the English pisses me off, you know? No, for sure. Because the English isn't even such... Because I'm my English is not, like, a proper person from Britain, you no. know, to be a proper English uh, sentence-forming motherfucker. Like, I don't... Killed it. You know? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I say things like, you know... It's probably, definitely, probably something. Yeah. You know, like those but are the that shit makes I say. Sense. That, that resonates with me. Yeah, exactly. Or the California, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like who says yes, no? I do. And now uh, we all do now. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like, yeah, nah, I'm not into that. It's, it's just because we're such nice people. We don't want to say no right off the bat. We want to get Right, a I guess it's harsh. In New Jersey, we'd be like, no. <laughs> I'm not fucking doing that, dipshit. <laughs> The pause, yeah, and the, then the not fucking doing that is beautiful. Exactly, it's, it's like, real. It's real. Oh, that's the thing about New Jersey. It's absolutely real. Yeah, it's just like straightforward. It's like, yo, dude, you want to go up to uh, the fucking lake today? It's like, nope, I got some shit to do, man. I'm not fucking doing that. That's beautiful. All right, all right. See your fucking ass later, dude. Motherfucker. Here it would be. Yes, I would love to go to the lake, but but I may have some other plans. Let or, me get or back to if, you. Or if you're in a regular conversation, like, yeah, nah, I got I got some things that, that's going on. Uh, maybe I'll hit you up later, though. You know, something might change, but I won't hit you up for four weeks. That's, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or something's always scheduled, and you're like, nope, that got canceled. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <laughs> Every time something gets canceled. Yeah. Even the fucking thing last night, so I was working at Ale. Mm-hmm. There's a scheduled uh, power outage by PG&E. That so, got canceled. So they were, they were like, we're shutting down the power at 10 o'clock sharp, right? Mm-hmm. We're open till 11. So we're like, all right. So we got to do last call at 9, kick everybody out, clean the bar in an hour or a half hour. Because or you're people doing it leave. in the dark. Yeah, because people leave slowly and you, you can't do shit. Sure. So you're like, all right, we got to clean this in like 20 minutes. Um, come to find out, the guys at the refuge, which is a restaurant right around the corner, they come around. And they're like, oh, can we get a drink? I'm like, dude, we're closed because the power outage thing, man, you know? And he's like, oh, no, that got canceled. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. 
I'm like, yeah, no, nah, that doesn't, that's not cool. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it got, it got canceled this afternoon. And I was like, well, then why the fuck didn't anybody tell us? Right, we could be making money. I could have, yeah, when we were busy that day, we could have had more tips and all the, you know, not turned away all our customers, good customers that come in at a specific time at night. You know, regulars like right getting off of work and they're exactly they, that's that's the place they expect to be and expect to get. And yeah, these guys just go, oh no, that got canceled like like four and yeah, I'm like my bad. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, and I'm like it's been scheduled all day, but gets canceled that day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you just fucked the businesses over because you didn't tell our boss or whoever. Sure. So it was. It, I don't know. Well, no sweat off their back. Right, because they don't give a fuck. It's, right. You know, we're just. It's and it has to do with uh, uh, the remodeling of a new building that next door to it. So it was a huge. They like basically fucking tore down and rebuilt a whole building, <laughs> and it was. It's been like almost a year. That's I like think. that's at the end of Laurel, right? It's yeah. It's um or Laurel like and uh, the southern part of Laurel. Oh, what, what's the? I don't remember the cross street. I'm on there all the, all the time, and I don't right. remember street names have to fuck that. But Laurel, the main one. But yeah, it's more Everybody towards has a phone. It's it's towards going back towards Redwood City style, yeah, like yeah, yeah. more on the end of the, not in the middle of the downtown. Totally. Um. Yeah, but it's but like we gotta cut off the power and then not and then not. The yeah. Right. It's like yeah, we're gonna cut off the power now. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I f- thank you for that. I feel like the op. Well, yeah, the opposite happens in Palo Alto. Like we. We don't get the notification, and then all of a sudden we get this dramatic-ass call from the city that they need to cut off our water uh, on Friday during dinner service. I'm like, mm, that might not work. That doesn't work for us. Yeah. You might want to pick, like, a Saturday. That or might, uh, not even Saturday. You know, like, pick pick a Monday. or, or Why don't we do between 8 and 9 a.m. or something? Right. Like, when you're not open. That would be great. Yeah. No. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It has to be done during uh, dinner service. Like your busiest time. Sure. Whatever your busiest time is, that's when we're going to cut it. <laughs> you just fill this out and let us know <laughs> yeah. when you're expecting the most people. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll just say we're coming then. That's perfect. Fucking assholes. Yeah. Uh, Outside he- of their business hours. Yeah. Here they do the op- Here they do what they just did to me. They're like, oh, we're going to be uh, demolishing the parking lot and then uh, rebuilding it. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, yeah, you got to move your car at 9 a.m. And I'm like... And here, there's no parking, so where the fuck are you going to move your car? You got to move right. it downtown Palo Alto, walk back. You know, it's a just like on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. Well, not just on the other side, but like, well, I guess you can during the day. You, you kind of park it around. But they have like the hourly parking or two hour parking. Not there, but they there's no overnight parking, so I can't park there the night before to sleep and then just leave my car there. So Perfect. I have to get up and move my car. You know, no, I can't just leave it there. That sounds good. Yeah, it's such an an asinine system that it's fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's where our ta- tax dollars go. Yeah, to to dumbass things. It's weird. Like this is still we're still on that like political, vaguely political. We're, topic. we're still kind of yeah. We're still kind of as, as hard as we in. try to pull away. I, I'm glad you brought up Tenacious D, but you shouldn't have said they were outside of the White House. Like, well, I tried to feed <laughs> I tried to feed the White House into Tenacious D, but it didn't work. Right. <laughs> it, it went the opposite way of of what I thought it was going to go, which didn't matter to me. I didn't care. Like I said, the conversation it just fucking flows where I've, it goes. I've been I've been recently somebody forwarded me uh, a video of of Tenacious D. Um, but they were on this show 
where they're eating chicken wings. I don't know if you saw this, and they get progressively hotter. I didn't um, see that, but I heard about the show. They do it with yeah, whatever celebrities, and it was it was good. Um, and they are just ridiculous. Them feeding off of each other. The the lines that I mean, they were telling each other techniques for eating chicken wings, and KG offered something, and then Jack Black's like, "Yeah, no, um, <laughs> yeah. that's not how you do it," and it's. Me and KG. It's like the the dynamic of the little brother that is KG, who's like 15 years older than him. And he'll, yeah, and he'll never uh, not live that down, basically. No. Which, that duo has been going on since, like, oh, man, like, 95 or 6? In whatever interview, they said, I couldn't, I I do believe it, because it's because... I'm sure at one point it was an act. If not, even more power to them. But now it's so ingrained in who they are that that dynamic they 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 can't shed it. They- well, well, it's always t- like like Jack always is like the guy who's just like he's always like um it, it, it's like him and only he's like selfish. And then Kyle's always like, "What about what about me, dude?" And he's like. No, no, they don't have the capacity. Sorry, KG, you got to stay here. So what's going to happen is I'm going to infiltrate the system and then I'll get you a fucking ticket, bro. A ticket to the backstage. But I have to leave you here. No, I got to go. I got to go. And he like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like his that's his thing. His shtick is just to like leave KG behind always. Dio's got to leave his cape and scepter for me. And a smaller one for KG. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's- He's always like, I'm number one. He's like, I'm KG, gonna- you'll be next to me. I'm going to take care of you, but a little bit less than I'm going to take care of yeah, myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is a perfect, for some reason in their duo, it just, it's amazing the way that like he like says it. But I, I think it's so honest. And I, I recently watched Bohemian Rhapsody and. Oh, was it good? It was good. I, I, th- I think. The tendency is those kind of biopics, they usually are good, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's how honest they are. And I, I got the impression that they weren't as honest as they could be. They... Oh, they left some shit. I mean, it, which is fine. I am and sorry. If, well, I'm actually going to do it for you. You haven't seen it, but I I'll just it. fucking ruin it. Um they, Spoiler alert! Er, 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 cover right, your fucking right. ears if you don't want to hear. Do we it. have a button or something? Yeah, right, uh, I mean, oh, I, hold on! I do have a hold, <laughs> spoiler me, alert button. I, I could find a, a spoiler alert button here. All right. Really, um, may, well, maybe not necessarily a spoiler button, but just give me some kind of horn I'll or give something. You, um, an indication of uh, that there is going to be um, some kind of. Uh, some shit you Some don't want to hear. Some shit you don't want to hear. Let's see. What do I got? Uh, well, it's also, it's a true story. So if this is a spoiler for anybody, um, I'm sorry. You could also just go on Wikipedia. But, um, yeah, it's true. Or it's... Wow, that, was that was beautiful. That was just... That was Ooh. All right. I did spoiler, that. Spoiler this, alert. I did spoiler that. Alert. Oh. Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> mine, mine would be lower. It's more of like lower. A, my yeah. anus is more of a baritone. Silent but dead. <laughs> yeah, dead. Period. My fucking dead. Um, 
no, they I, they just introduced this character. His his name's Paul. He's from Belfast, so you already know it's gonna go bad. Like Northern Irish can't be a good character, and he he just they use him as the person that is is the downfall for Freddie Mercury. So, um. You know, Freddie Mercury wasn't gay until he met. Not that being gay is a downfall, but what, <laughs> no, what, yeah, but I understand. But wasn't gay until he met Paul. Um, Freddie Mercury didn't do drugs until he met Paul. Uh, Freddie Mercury had no desire. Hmm, what is this? Beer. Um, had no desire to leave Queen until he met Paul. And I'm like, let's just be honest about it. The, the, I'm sure they consulted Freddie Mercury's family when they made the movie and couldn't tarnish his reputation, but he's a fucking rock star. He's he's so kick-ass. There's no need to make him better than he actually was. He's he's a in he's some a, people's eyes, he's, he's a god. He's a god in general. Ugh. So yeah. So if if he fucking decided to shit on his bandmates and tell them to fuck off, if he veered from if he did drugs god forbid a rock star does drugs if he was selfish you don't have to create some character that planted a seed in his head that he right that that influenced him that way which i saw it that way maybe i i exaggerated but like so you, so you saw that somebody influenced him too well, that, much. That's how the movie painted it. Oh, so it portrays of like, oh, like, he was a very influential person. So, and then at the end, when everything starts getting better, besides Freddie's health, um, he pushes this Paul guy away, and all of a sudden, everything's good with the band, and they come together. So, and who do the life. fuck is Paul? Paul is that Northern Irish guy who fucks everything up in the movie. But I don't. I'm sure he's based off of a real, a real person. character. He's like. He was, I don't want to say, he wasn't the band manager, but he was kind of the guy that stuck around with the band. And I feel like he was working with the management company. Okay. And just, if something bad happened in the movie, just anticipate that Paul is kind of like hanging around behind he, He's in wall. the scene. Somewhere he's a part of the badness. I will also say, I spoiler alert, wow, wow, wow. But, uh. There is a great, great cameo in the movie. I'm not going to tell you who uh, or when, but it's Mike Myers. It is Mike Myers. It's fucking brilliant. Is it? Yeah. I I'm, I only think it's brilliant because I identified it like almost with Wayne's World. I had to. I had, it, you had to. If you don't put, but the thing, the uh, the fucking best thing about Mike Myers is he's a character. He's yeah. He's a character actor, and his characters are fuck. Did you notice him in Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, of course. Okay, he's, yeah. he's the he has the globe and he opens it up and he has his scotch in there and he's talking to Michael Fassbend, Fassbender, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, about his about the mission he's about to go on. Um, yeah, and he's like kind of just like with his hands and shit, and he's just doing. Like, he has a very similar role in yeah, this movie, which and, is fucking great because he dresses up his character and he's just like, you don't know that it's Mike Myers. He's going between fat bastard and Shrek voice throughout. That's the because well, he's like, Scottish. I, I heard Shrek and I'm like, oh my god, I think oh that's Mike Myers. Watch it just to see Mike Myers. But that's what I want. Let's yeah. be honest, the movie was good. All right, I, I, it, so it was good. But you felt you know maybe some other things could have been more real and natural to it. Like 
other by walk the line i think they were far less apologetic about who absolutely johnny cash was and i there's no need to to apologize for especially an artist so if somebody's a shit heel be a shit heel right right and i'm not saying that freddie mercury was a piece of shit no no, no but if he did drugs know that he did wear drugs. it wear, wear it. it yeah absolutely he uh, got aids because he was promiscuous right yeah the, the, show the, his uh well show his triumphs as well as his um his his defaults. It felt a little bit like I was watching the Disney version of Freddie Mercury. And that makes sense. Yeah. That that yeah, that sums it up pretty well, I think. And I didn't even see the movie, but I think it was R, but it looked like they were trying to get it as close to PG thirteen as possible. Yeah, that's and that's a bad bad look. Well, it is a bad look. I mean, you're a seventies rock star. Seventies, eighties? Right. Right? You are not um, goody little two shoes, my friend. You are not, and you didn't you get better. Not, and you did well, and you didn't get AIDS from being fucking goody little two shoes. All yeah. right, there are some drugs involved and some hard drugs involved. They also just kind of glanced over it. He went to this clinic, and then when <laughs> he went to this clinic and walked out and went up to his bandmates and goes, "I have it," and that was like all they did. Sorry, I'm totally fucking up this movie for you. No, no, no. I'm still going to... I'll watch it eventually. I mean, I think you and I are the same. Like, I can know what's going to happen in a movie and still appreciate the movie. Absolutely, yeah. Or or shit on the movie for that matter. Like, spoiler alerts don't bother me, really. I'm like, I'm still going to see it anyway. Because I... Somebody could say something and it doesn't really sit anyway with me half the time. I'm like... I I, "Mm, I sort of... Or when the scene comes up, I'm like, oh, this is where... This shit happens. I'm only saying it because I'm sitting in the seat I am. I'm the one doing the spoiling. But sometimes when I hear this kind of shit, it makes me want to watch the movie even more. True. Yeah. Because um, you got to find out everything for yourself. You right? want to You want to find out if Chris Gumbrent, Gumbrent is, <laughs> is a fucking moron, right? <laughs> Can't say my own name. <laughs> well, no, I was, but I was just quoting. Um, yeah. This is great. Uh no, um, well, there's because there's so many better movie music ones that were like, like even straight out of Compton, you saw that. Oh my god! I mean, they didn't fucking fabricate uh, Easy E's death at all. Easy E's like, death or the relationship between um, uh, Suge Knight or um, fucking what's yeah. his name? Um, what did, what did, I did have a beer before I got here. <laughs> <laughs> what is that guy's name? He was uh, he was the. The, the old guy, right? You're talking about the old guy, the white guy? Oh, I was going to go with Dr. Dre. Oh, That's, Dr. Dre. Okay, so Dr. Like, yeah, so Dr. Dre and Easy E and then Dr. Dre Suge Knight. That yeah. dynamic was was fucked and I'm glad they showed it that yeah. way. Like towards the end of the movie. Well, and you saw the bandmates like you saw fucking Ice Cube not relate to the I band said anymore. Hello, cool J. Ice Cube. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, Chris doesn't know his rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't either, I guess but not. Uh, but no, so Casey, so, I, I am white. Yeah, he, he's white. I'm white. I'm, I'm white. We're, uh, we're white. We're white. We're white. We're talking about mm. Straight Outta Compton, but Straight Outta Compton was great. It was a fucking brilliant film. Right. Um, Ray. 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 Ray was probably, if not the best. Um, it's it's hard. You you're making a movie about a blind genius, and it. I can imagine writers well, and directors are scared to paint the, and he's still alive, scared to paint that guy as anything but perfect. 
But guess what? They pointed out every single flaw of his throughout that movie, and that's, well, that's correct. Yeah, and and that I would have figured that they would do a um, more of a, a G-rated film of on Ray, right? Because totally. his music is not um any 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 means uh controversial, know, controversial, or, 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 or provocative, uh, explicit, explicit. You know, it's very it's very uh, uh, wholesome, wholesome and traditional now. Right? You, I mean, there's some on the surface. Yeah, on the surface, but the fact Which is, that, what but, a G-rated movie is, right? The, the, yeah, Disney's Disney, Disney's Disney the dive dirtiest anymore, anyway. Dirtiest except thing. when Bambi got shot. You know, right, then they were right, like, "Oh, right. well, that's a you know, that's the biggest controversy of all time." You know, Hitler cried. Uh, this is an During, anecdote, <laughs> but uh, like this is something my dad Germany. like. Yeah, going back to Germany, but uh, Hitler loved Disney movies and Disney himself walt disney loved hitler but anyways um (laughs) there's an anecdote that hitler could not watch bambi without crying whenever bambi's mom got shot um yeah i mean he must have had a heart somewhere right or maybe it was just the animation that got him the combination of the animation i have no idea the combination (laughs) of the animation cheers man that's a great one (laughs) That's great. And uh, that will bring us to our next beer, which is fucking Wild Stallions. I couldn't even read this. Yeah, Wild Stallions. Do you know the you know that movie, yeah? Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure. Can I say no? Fucking I know, I Chris. blew it. I blew I do know what Mr. Bodacious- California. Come on, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm so All that's right. my thing. So we got a movie to watch. <laughs> While I mean I and I blame with a lot of things, my I give my parents credit, but I also blame them for a lot of things. While I grew up in California, I didn't grow up necessarily with the California culture. I mm. uh, there were I I also didn't like grow up goose stepping or anything, but like it was those kind of things. I feel like I missed. All right, well, this is a Wild Stallions, and this is a bodacious motherfucker IPA mm. by Alvarado Street. It's a seven point five. It's a hazy. Nor'eastern, although when you call a beer Wild Stallions, in my opinion, it should be Western. because they're fucking from San Dimas High, motherfucker. It should be a West Coast. It should not be a hazy. Can I point and out? And I want to phone it in to them. Yeah, point out what the labels could not be more different. Oh, absolutely. We're going from Bear Bottle, ironically, having a very uh, eclectic. Label like yeah, a label that has so much information on it that you can brew the fucking recipe. Wild Stallion, on the other hand, is a bear label. It's black. It's got the Wild Stallions logo, mm-hmm. which is so. Wild Stallions is the band that Bill and Ted form. Okay, they're like Wild Stallions, and it just goes. But like I said, it should be a West Coast IPA. They're from fucking California. They're from Sam Dimas High School football rules, and. <laughs> Yes. Like, if you don't know your fucking shit, like, why are you bring a beer that's a hazy? Tell me that, Alvarado Street. Can you tell me? Let me, let me see how Although, it tastes. Although, the beer is tasty. I'm yeah. not going to fucking shit on your beer, because it's good. It's still good, but you're, 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 people should be getting what, I don't know. What you're sh- advertising. Not what they're asking for, but what, no, if, but if what you're, you're advertising. Saying, if you're saying one thing, you, you, you can't deliver you, it. You can't mean another. I'm, the only reason I'm not complaining is because I'm pleasantly surprised. Like I, I wouldn't even no, go great so beer. far as to say surprise. It's just it's just tasty. Mm-hmm. It is a great beer. Take out the haze, right? 
Make it I, a West I know, Coast. I know how you feel about the haze. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't necessarily diss hazy beers. It's just a trend right now in California. That, but it was always a thing. Everything has to be hazy. Exactly. Right. Um, bring back the West Coast. And if you're going to fucking advertise Wild Stallions rule, like fucking San Dimas High School football rules, like have a fucking West Coast See the Coast other side style. of the glass. You should have two fingers and you can still see those two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to see that shit. No, that was... Uh, I mean, Mindy went to Chico State, so recently... My girlfriend Mindy, we went to uh, we went to Chico and visited. I've still never been to Chico, but they got Sierra, right? It's a cool yeah. spot. Yeah, we went to yeah we went to exactly where I was going. We went to Sierra Nevada, and I brought up that they're now brazing that or uh, brewing brazing, uh, brewing, embracing 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 they're embracing <laughs> the hazy style by uh, brewing their hazy IPA. Um, and I asked them about the the brewing process and blah blah blah. And it just kind of felt like they're not proud of it. They're they're doing it exactly for what you're talking about because like everybody's doing it. Everybody's got one. We gotta got one. But you could you could also what was cool about even though Sierra Nevada is on on the no they're they're a major brewery, but they they consider themselves still a microbrewery despite. Despite their 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 the, the truth yeah right um, that they're <laughs> which I, I I think they can Mega. hold on, they can hold on to because they're still in Chico California they're they're well they're not they're not commercially commercially um like Budweiser or they now have you know they, they, they don't now have, have that uh facility in North Carolina which I think is starting it's like outside of Asheville. It's right. starting mm-hmm. to take Asheville away. has a bunch of good like Oscar Blues is, is another one that's there too. But if they're going to hang on to their microbrewery claim, like that's hurting them a little bit. Well, the only thing I think that's not really hurting them is the fact that like I said, they're still under like there is a a, a barrel amount. That you're allowed to have to consider yourself a microbrewery. I, they're over it. I think they consider. Yeah, they're, they're, they've they're sur- surpassed that. When I did the tour, it was. I, I think they 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 don't call themselves a microbrewery. I don't want to misquote them. Yeah, they, they um, probably just. Yeah, they. I think they carry, they practice, and they they behave like a microbrewery in the sense that they're they're not going after repetition they're they're going after making their beer better every single year and i i think that's the difference i mean budweiser doesn't give a fuck what their beer tastes like they just want to replicate what the beer tasted like in 1973 right um, and keep it going sierra nevada if if they make a better blend for their pale ale they'll make it and i i and that i think is is what a microbrewery or I mean, that's kind of the mentality behind all of it. It's, it's, we're going to operate on a micro level and just be concerned about putting forward the best product available. And shit, if, if certain hops aren't as good this season as they were last season, we're going to adopt a new style and we're yeah. going to put forth the best product we can. Yeah. Um, but the companies that, and Sierra Nevada is there in terms of the amount of, of beer that they're putting out it's insane i couldn't believe it they said something like they are putting out the sixth most product in the united states out of american breweries 
So they're number six of putting out releasing I'm, I'm the saying, amount. I'm saying sixth. It might be it might be as low as eighth, or it could be third. Could be fifth, but it's something crazy. And you're including the Budweisers, the Millers, the Coors. Right. So you're you're already uh, you've eliminated three and right of the of the the mega ones, the right. mega sellers. And it it's cool that they're still they're still operating. Almost on a mom and pop level, like yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, that's the biggest. I mean, Lagunitas sold to sold to Heineken, Heineken, yeah, and and Sierra Nevada is still Sierra Nevada, and And Sierra Nevada is still doing better, I think, in my opinion, than Lagunitas in terms of quality, quality, and probably better. Well, in terms of in terms of what their output for Mm -hmm. that, I mean, there's some good Lagunitas beers that I I don't want to. I'm not. No, no, but that, that are coming out. And recently have been getting a little better. Maybe they got more, but um, I. But I'm I, saying that Sierra stays true to their form. Like who they are is who they are. For like eight seconds to go back to like politics and economy. Like I'm the last person to say that you shouldn't sell when somebody's buying, but you sell in the right terms. And I think Lagunitas did that. They they are owned by Heineken, but I'm sure they're still operating in the yeah, same way. It's, I have a problem, and this is on. This is just my opinion. And no, I always, that, that's I, you know, I have a problem with people selling out, and it's not mm-hmm. just about selling out because once you sell out, a lot of people don't give a fuck about you anymore. And this is going for music, beer. Mm-hmm. This goes for anything that when you were a small person and you're like, "Ooh, money, I'll take it," rather than giving two shits about your product more, being like, "No, no, no, let's just stretch this out," like. For, I, for a long, let's I, I, live a life on this instead I, of like let's live five minutes and get a big bunch of money. I totally agree with what you're saying. There, there, there's different structures to a buyout, and yes, um, I can let let let's just. I'm not saying this is true one way or the other for Lagunitas, but if you're in that position and a company is saying I want. X, X amount, amount off of your bottom line. I'm going to bring you to Europe, whatever, whatever they say. Yeah. Um, create a bigger market for you, but I'm going to allow you to maintain your integrity, keep doing things the way you're doing, but we're going to oversee it and we're going to pay you X amount for it. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking that check and saying, fuck, this is, this is, the best opportunity I'm going to have, and quite frankly, this is what I worked for. Yeah, I I was grinding. I'm these guys when I went to Sierra Nevada, they were making beer like out of their fucking garage for 15 years, and and they got to the point that they are. I wouldn't hold it against Sierra Nevada if they let somebody oversee the production and hopefully. Well, standardize it in a certain way that still allows them to to explore to create and, I, that, and I, that's few and far between yeah and i think that is the problem that comes into play when it's somebody is an overseer totally how much am i gonna meddle well how much do i have to uh watch my shit for this cocksucker who's not doing a thing besides giving me the money right right he's paying me but he's like, I'm gonna like, oh, I want to use um, some Amarillo hops and some Simcoe, and dude, this new hop, 
or whatever, or th- this hop that nobody's using right now, maybe the Eldorado, but everybody's using the Eldorado <laughs> right now. But but I know you're saying, let's, let's go back two years. So yeah, so we're going to do the Eldorado and like, hold on a second. I'm the overseer. I don't like that hop, bro. But they may have signed some kind of deal where... Maybe. Where, where it's freedom of everything. Where it's just, we want... We want that name under our umbrella, which I think is becoming more and well, more. Well, it could be like so. So certain beers distributing like, is a so huge. Well, dist- well, here's the thing too with distrib- distribution. It sucks. <laughs> it's such bullshit. It's you should only get things in a certain mile of radius because once you get that, it's watered down. Well, also it trickles this- quality. And, right? and quality is everything to people because you get you get. Uh, let's just say this beer right here. Right, we get this. And then it's carbonated. It's only like probably a mm. fucking couple months now it's old. Now sideways. Now it's sideways. Uh, it's only you know brewed, um, brewed, or yeah, be excellent, which is fucking kind of cool on the bottom. Be excellent. Ten twenty nine. What does 18. mine say? So say this is be a shithead. Oh, so so this is not old. This is a, a very freshly brewed. That's awesome. Distributed beer. Like we have it almost immediately. Now, send this out to the East Coast. 10, 29, 18. Maybe people don't know what the fuck it is. They won't buy it. Whatever. They'll wait till February to drink it. And they're like, mm, this is kind of a shitty beer. It's lost its carbonation. It's lost its mouthfeel. It's lost the haziness of it. it all, you know, Whatever it is sure. that it lost, they're going to complain and be like, yeah, this uh, Alvarado Street Wild Stallions beer was terrible because uh, you know I didn't get what everybody else was getting out of it. Yeah, because you, you're but, you shouldn't get it on the East Coast. You need okay. to get it by the source or in a certain mile of radius by the source. I I agree with you. Um, I totally agree with you. But not that I'm a business owner, but as a business owner, as somebody who owns a business, mm-hmm. not me. By no means me. No, um, no, but no, I understand. But if, if you, but if you've been doing it for so long and you've been doing it that way and you've been grinding and somebody's giving you an opportunity to retire and hopefully, well, that's a different story altogether. Well, well let's not say, sort of. let's not say retire, but take, allow your vision to reach more people and, and you, I don't know. At one point, so you reach a plateau with the with the micro with well, the micro concept. But that's the problem with McDonald's, Burger King, totally KFC. The product can reach certain people, but it's never the same. It's never the same. I do. I do think there are exceptions to the rule. And yeah, I mean I, that's and, this, that's true too. And and know. and everybody that signs that piece of paper in that in that position hopes that they are going to be the exception of the rule. And that doesn't make it, that doesn't make it wrong or right. Um, it just means that I, I doubt there are very few people that sign that and say, I hope my product goes to shit. No, no, um, obviously. Yes. It's just that I feel like people just want to have money and not a product. I understand people need money. I don't care about me. I actually don't give a shit about money. I know I need it. I know I've, I got. I know I'm. A I've thing. made choices in my in my immediate career in the last two years that have meant that I make less money, but I'm doing 
what I want to do. And you're happier. I'm happier. And that's the thing. So money. I'm still working more. <laughs> it's well, crazy. If I think about it logically, it doesn't make sense. But but no. But 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 still, every day I wake up happier because of the choices I made. Absolutely. And working more to me doesn't always necessarily being unhappy. If I'm working, um, that's why I think I'll never retire. I'm going to drop dead working somewhere or doing something because that's just going to happen. I wish I could retire one day, but I I no. know you're right. I just don't care. I don't care to retire. And I don't want to retire because. The more time on my hands that I have, I get anxiety. I'm like, I need to be doing something. I don't care what it is. I just got to do something. Write music, play this, go here. I need to work. I need to be in an environment where I'm like, actually. How about we both retire and you and I do this every single day? I'm down with that. (laughs) As long as I have a purpose to do something where I'm like, okay, Chris, we got to wake up and we got to drink beer. And if that's our purpose... As long as we don't start before noon, I'm good. No, we're good, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to start before noon, but yeah. we could. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. All right. And we'll be back for round two. Sounds good. All right, man. All right. Well, that was it for round one. I want to thank Chris for coming by and hanging out with me. Uh, I want to thank all the firefighters and all the emergency people that are helping out with the California wildfires. That's truly appreciated by everyone and more than they will ever know so uh thank you to my sponsor palo alto brewing company located in 233 downtown palo alto on yeah 233 university avenue downtown palo alto um palo alto uh, brewing company they've got some great beers uh like i said you can find them anywhere um in the bay area for the most part local liquor stores and whatnot also thanks to the willow market in menlo park where i get some great beers and you can find the palo alto brewing company beers there as well uh also thanks to the rosen crown in palo alto and thank you to al arsenal in san carlos and jane's beer store in mountain view all great places to get great beer in the area um so yeah that is it for this week uh i hope everybody has a awesome and great thanksgiving and uh i hope you're all thankful and blessed with some family and get to spend it with uh the people you love so uh having said that i'll see you guys or talk to you motherfuckers next week late (laughs) 